You know what I hear a lot? Charlie LeDuc Newsman, I thought you were dead. I'm not dead. I'm doing the news, the real news, right here, the No BS News Hour. You can find us on YouTube, you can find us on Facebook, Odyssey, or download it wherever you get your podcasts. Power the people. No bullshit. That'll work for me. Ooh. Not for me, though. That was a fun day. <laughs> Not for Joey, but it was a you, fun day. You were faking it. You were just... Yeah, I was just, I was just pretending. You were pretending to talk. Yes. Because Mark almost had a stroke again. I know. Right. Can everybody please get in on time? A little bit early. Early bird. Catches a worm. Does a better show. And doesn't and does not get cursed out. <laughs> I got to keep my streak of mess ups alive though, this right? This is unbelievable. Karen keeps going, I'm, I'm afraid, cursing out. You, the dragon lady of the Bing Ministry. <laughs> Google Karen, dragon lady, <laughs> workplace hostility, whatever the fuck. Bur- Burberry. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I think it was high heel mafia is what it was called. high heel mafia <laughs> because everybody was such a bum in this town like at, right at the first decade the 2010s when you're trying to save mm-hmm. this place from collapsing and you demand that people come in on they're walking in in the middle of a meeting yeah that's true until we start locking the doors locking the doors yep that's what but i mean people were so accustomed and that this is with a lot of organizations people are just accustomed to just doing just enough to get by and that's not going to solve any problems and we were at such a crucial point the 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 residents of the city deserve better and these people had the opportunity to do that and i expected them to perform or leave and so you're 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 busting my balls (laughs) yeah i learned it from you I'm just messing with you, Charlie. All right, it's our Monday show. So what we're going to do is what's happened since we last reported to you, because a lot did, right? It's also Indigenous People Day. We should talk about what's going on in Native America. You want to know. We're the first Americans. Um, Mark wants to talk about yay, Kanye, because Mark's the... Pop culture king. I'm intrigued by it. Pop culture queen. No, don't say that. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I don't care. It's okay. It's comfortable. You, he's never mind. I'm and, comfortable with my royalty. And, and your then, royalty? There you go. Stay with us here. Seriously, stay stay through the program. You're going to like it. But at the end of it, I'm going to give you the surefire, can't miss, how to protect your assets from a collapsing market and runaway inflation. 100% guaranteed. A 9.6% return. Yeah. Backed by the federal government, no doubt about it. And Luke Nowacki. Luke Nowacki. And I called my boys on Wall Street like this. I'm like, what do you do? I mean, the bank's giving you like almost 0% interest. And he's like, uh, Charlie, you're going to crash, you know, the, the site. You're going to send all these people there. Can you give me time to make this transaction? It's first? unbelievable. This is backed by the United States government. It's not a joke. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to sell you coins on TV. And they're not telling us, the regular yeah. people. Yeah. And that, that rate's locked for a few uh few more days so yeah but the site crashes then mm. a government right. website doesn't crash does it oh uh, wait they all the time yeah it oh. has remember when obamacare was launched and they couldn't get that together so you yeah know, it has happened you know all the like the you know the pandemic loans you could get mm-hmm. and stuff for, for small business mm-hmm. so i get one and then i'm like huh isn't it time to start paying on this thing yes and, and then I, I i go log in and they've gotten rid of it 
They've gotten rid of what? They've gotten rid of the website. Like, uh, that's no longer valid. Your password's no longer valid. You have to go here and register. And I'm like, well, what's the fucking loan number? Yeah, it's a terrible, it's, it's difficult to navigate. But I'll guarantee you this, if you miss a payment, they'll take it out the same way they put it in. <laughs> Which brings us to the government. Like, we're in the middle of an election. Now, let's go to sitting congresswoman. Alyssa Slotkin, mm -hmm. right? Remember, we brought you the debate last. Where do you live? Said, um, why are you voting on lots of stimulus measures when the Federal Reserve is trying to tell the government we're too stimulated and inflation's run away? Why are we voting for more money? In the debate with her uh, challenger, um, Tom Barrett, in basically the Lansing District, she says, I don't know why you're using it as a cudgel. This is not a cudgel. It's not a political point. Well... She said she was going to come debate here, never got back to us. I'm really getting sick of these people, right? Mr. Barrett has agreed to do it. She hasn't answered. I guess they're not going to do any. But somehow you find time to be on Meet the Press instead of talking to your own people because more people in Michigan listen and watch the No Bullshit News Hour than watch Meet the Press. I actually did the breakdown. More people watch this because you're afraid. And by the way, She's far left. He's far right. We represent the middle. We're the ones you got to convince. Mm -hmm. So here you are on Meet the Press this Sunday. Let's hear what this. What do you say to that criticism that Democrats have actually made inflation worse by overspending? Well, first of all, I think we can't dance away from the fact that inflation is a real issue that's affecting every single person in this country. I don't know one family that isn't making different decisions because of how bad inflation is. Um, and we don't get, win any points by trying to pretend it's not there. It's there. Um, I think for, for me, there's almost like a gleefulness about some Republicans, including my opponent, about how bad inflation is. There's a gleefulness when pr prices of gas but are going I guess up. I'm and asking, I think that's do just as a leader, bear some not of the, the right approach. Answer the question. Bear some of the responsibility. You control the White House, both chambers of Congress. Why shouldn't voters hold Democrats responsible for the economy? I, I, I think they do. I think while I think inflation is obviously a worldwide phenomenon, I am open to the fact that we have to make decisions here in the United States. Democrats are in power. We're in the White House, in the House, and the Senate, even if it's slim margins. So sure, I do Just think that there is a, a rightful skepticism about particularly the last COVID package. So if I may, Charlie, if she can't handle that line of questioning, there's no way she'd come on and and, and and take questions from you. That just would never happen. She contradicted herself. She repeated the question in her answer, not in not to answer or to provide clarity in answering it. She just literally repeated the question, but she never answered it. Exactly. And by the way, we're not we're not voting when we vote for a congressperson, representative of Congress, we're not voting on the state referendum for abortion. So mm -hmm. stop playing with that. We're talking huge things. We're talking inflation our position in the Ukraine, the southern border. You, you listen to these uh, uh, debates that you know they agree to do. They're not asked anything about what they're responsible for when she says, for instance, it's a worldwide phenomenon, okay, inflation. Okay, the world's currency, everything is pegged to the United States currency. Mm -hmm. This is the currency of reserve. So what we're doing here matters what's going on in Nigeria. So stop it with a talking point. Answer the question. Did you spend 
too much money because oh look we're gonna we're gonna copper just walked in. off the record what's up cop hands up everybody oh man good to see you. <laughs> sit down brother or sister <laughs> yeah that's right you got to keep it or they charlie well, you, you did that know. with mark i never asked <laughs> well he looks pretty manly to me oh how dare you <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, describe that, a man. Come on, that was not a sexy That's so statement. 2019. I'm sorry. What am I supposed you to say? You better get with it. Well, what am I supposed to say? Well, ask, ask him, him she if, or they. If he looks like a woman, then we're screwed. No, he looks like a man. Well, it was a frat party. I was, I'm just going to say. <laughs> All right, Charlie. I don't regret it. That was a compliment, I think, sir. I think back that was a compliment, sir. Or ma'am. Or ma'am. <laughs> okay, now the, the, the congresswoman said, and, and by the way, when Mr. Barrett comes out, he's going he gonna to get it. You're going to answer it, right? Just like the meet the press woman. It's a good one. That's mm -hmm. Stick, give me the answer. But and she not, still never answered it. So when, when the congresswoman says, I don't know one family, the question becomes, you don't know one family where? Mm -hmm. In Michigan? And why don't you? In Michigan? In Lansing? Because you're renting... <laughs> A condo from a lobbyist who contributes to you. Your husband, your husband is not even registered to vote in Michigan. He's registered to vote in Florida. Mm -hmm. Is it? Is this a business proposition? Sounds is this like the it. political elite? You live in Washington. You're in the Beltway, and you only fly here because you have to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're dying on the vine. I agree. Yes, inflation's bad. Our monetary and our fiscal policy is garbage, and we got to do something. Speak to us. She won't do it, Charlie. It's not going to happen. I mean, we saw that with 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 the other candidates and in, in, in the other elections. But these these they Republicans got to explain it to do. Nobody's hitting the re Republicans are getting a, a a pass here because under Trump you ran a trillion dollar deficit, then a trillion dollar deficit, then a trillion dollar deficit, then a trillion dollar deficit, a mega tax cut, and a two trillion dollar COVID package, plus a couple of extra stimulus mm -hmm. checks over there in December. All of that gave us inflation. That's Not right. just Biden. None of them. It's like they're just playing and kicking. And when she says it's gleeful, she's right about that. Because Oh fucking Sleepy Joe, he's the he's the fucking punching bag sitting there. But it wasn't just Sleepy Joe. It was Trump and it was Obama and it was definitely Bush. So now it's time to get real and what are we getting? Nothing. All right, what about Ukraine? Miss <laughs> Slotkin sits on the Homeland Security Committee. What about Ukraine? What is your position on the Ukraine? We sent $70 billion. Mm -hmm. We don't have any oversight over it. We're sending weapons. What's the end game? Because Putin just started sending missiles into the mm -hmm. Ukraine cities. And then Zelensky's out there talking about preemptive strikes. And then he's backing up. No, I didn't, I didn't say strikes. I, uh, it was misinterpreted. Well, it sure sounds like that, dude. What, what is the position on you? What are we doing? What's the end game here? Nothing. Did the Ukrainians blow up that bridge to Crimea? Yeah, hell yeah. You don't think so? Is that a legitimate target? Um, well, yeah. You I would think, think so. so. The, they uh, built it. I mean, Russia built it, what, 2017? Crimea is uh, illegally annexed, right? Exactly, yeah. So it's a legitimate fucking target because that's the supply line mm -hmm. yeah. into southern Ukraine. But why won't the Ukrainians admit to it? Eh. 
Well, I, I, I want to know from my Congress people where we're going. Yeah, Mark probably well, can answer that well, better that, than she can. But no, that that's that's the point. That's great. All this stuff happened. What are we going to do to fix it? What are, what are we doing going forward? What's our end game? What exactly? What yeah. do, what do we want? Our end game may not mirror her end game. Her end game is to win the election. Mm. That's it. That's her end yeah, game. Yeah, it's her job. That that's right. the end game. Yeah, that's, that's well said. Now she's on the Homeland Security Committee, and. Her opponent needs the answers, and you, and you better come, Mr. Barrett, with some real answers. Because what about the southern border? Let me, I made some calls, I did some reading, I made some calls, I looked at some data. Basically, for Mr. and Mrs. Michigan, uh, what district is, is that? I'm, I'm getting them all confused now. Slotkin's the s- seven. Oh, man. It's Lance. Yeah, I don't know. She yeah. moved. Well, she, she moved yeah. from an old district. You can't blame me. They don't even know where they no, live. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could, okay. So here's what's happened since Biden took office. To date, one million asylum seekers are now residing in the United States. One million hmm. from 150 different countries. One million. The average time it takes to adjudicate an asylum claim, seven years. We won't talk about what benefits they get or if you had to get the COVID shot because Copper over here got threatened with his job if he wasn't going to take the COVID shot. Did you get the COVID shot? He got the COVID shot. See that? Did you get it because you had to or because you wanted to? Um, No, but just uh, one for had to, two, I wanted to. Oh, no. One, you go like this. One, I got it because I had to. Two, I got it because he wanted to. Huh. Okay. Okay. Huh. I thought cops were nuts. <laughs> I thought they were anti-vaxxers. And, mm-mm, 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 you're misjudging people. It's nice <laughs> to have you. It's a reasonable human being, I'm telling you. She. He. It. <laughs> All right. One million asylum seekers. This is, mm-hmm. this is current. One million others allowed to stay who weren't seeking asylum, who just jumped the border. Okay. Okay, so we're going to give you a court date. So that's two million. Mm-hmm. An estimated another million gotaways. Yet we, we couldn't apprehend. Five million total have come over the border. Wow. One million asylum, one million court date, one million gotaway. That's three million people. You want to know what three million people means? That's the entire population of the state of Nevada. Wow. It's hmm. a lot. Okay, Nevada became a territory in when we get when we when we steal that from the Mexicans, um, 1849. So it took almost 200 years to get three million people into Nevada, <laughs> plus Vegas, <laughs> plus Bugsy Siegel, and we got that in two, two years. years. This is huge. What's your stance on that? Is that progress or is that setback? What's your answer on that? I'm asking you, what do you think? I, I think that's a complete collapse. That's a complete problem. I'm a guy who's crossed the border. Mm -hmm. I'm a guy who covered the border. I am pro-human being. I understand why people do it. But if you want want an immigration system where it's more open, you simply make it more open. Mm -hmm. You say to the Guatemalan who's working in Miami, you have children. What's the capital of Guatemala? Um... Guadalajara, no, that's Mexico. Uh, Guatemala City, Ciudad de Guatemala, bro. That's right, Guatemala City. Right? We get, Yay, Mark. If you want to go to <laughs> oh, our new, yeah. if you want to go to our new high tech, where's my high tech pointer? You use your finger. Ah, oh, there we go. Here we go. Our new high tech GPS system. 
There it is. Go ahead. You're in Europe there, Joey. I feel like I'm in class. You got, you got Ukraine on the mind. Keep, okay, go on, zooming in. Go ahead. You have to zoom a lot. Right about there. What fantastic technology we have. I feel oh, like I'm oh, in a... A wall map and a mop handle. That's what I'm saying. Where's the rest of it? Works better than my computer. <laughs> oh, boy. What you could do is you could say, listen, you have kids in Guatemala City. Take them to the American Embassy, register, make yourself known. Mm -hmm. We will pay to fly your kids if that's what we so choose, hmm. right? As an administration, as a people. But why are we encouraging and engendering human trafficking of children and the cartels yeah. are in charge of that border? Yeah, seek asylum in that country to come here at our embassy. Or, or just add, I'm already here. You want to let my kid? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Well, you're saying if you're going to do it, then go ahead and do it the right way and have a process that makes sense for the people that are participating and not just let it kind of happen by the by the seat of the pants, if you will. I mean, there's no rhyme, no reason. And it also is inhumane. Yes, it is. And, you know, as we've reported, there are people on the terror watch list coming in. Mm -hmm. we're, we're letting them in. So here's what's planned. I'm going to the border at the end of the month. I'm going. Like, uh, I, we're going to do the real stuff. We're, we're going to go not for long. Going to show on the road or just you? Just, oh, okay. No, you ain't Just going. you two. I don't want to go. No. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, I'll stay in Dallas for four seasons, man. Be, be yeah, I'll wait for you to come back. You can go to the northern border, just south of here. Northern, oh, I okay. I got you. Now I'm good on that, too. This is what we're looking for. We're not getting so that. So what, what do you go, because Charlie, this isn't a new space for you. What is your goal with this trip? Well, I want to see firsthand today. I haven't been to the border since Biden. Mm -hmm. I want to mm -hmm. see who controls the border. How, how do they get in? Who are these people? What happens when you're crossing? All I get is the faraway view and some guy with brill cream. <laughs> on the left or the right, they've always got Brill Cream. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I love it when they're in their safari outfits. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I'm, uh, I'm actually in the bush. And it's all like pressed. Uh, <laughs> you can see creases in the Yeah, uh, where, where do you buy that iron. stuff? Yeah. Banana Republican stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got the fanny pack, you know, <laughs> and the Timberland boots. And it's like, get the fuck out of here, man. So, Charlie, have you talked to, what's my boyfriend's name? That, uh, Cabrera? That, yeah, have you talked to him? I've talked to Cabrera, yes. We're going to make a little road trip with him. I talked with Poncho. Poncho. Yeah, yeah Poncho's going to show us like, oh, no, no, you're not going to cross here in McAllen and Reynosa because the cartels control the border mm -hmm. in Reynosa. And if you cross them without their permission, he said this. They got the baking ovens going full blast. They go, what do you, what do you mean? He goes, they'll pick you up and they'll put you in the oven, dude. You'll never return. Wow. They're, they are... Google Pancho Ortiz mm -hmm. and Baker's Ovens border cartels. They found 300 people in a Baker's Oven. Yeah. Right. Be That's careful. how fucked it is. Well, he goes, well, you're not going there. I'm going to take you four hours that way at Eagle Pass. That's where you see, you know, the horses with the whips and everything mm -hmm. and everybody walking through the shallow water. There are no cartels there. Yeah, but Charlie, you have to stay focused because he'll tell you, let's not go here. And you'll say, F it. Let's go there. Okay. I All right. I, I just want to make sure. Okay. I, I know you do, but I'm saying you start, you know, abandoning rhyme or reason. 
Oh, don't, no. Don't do that. No, no okay. never. No, okay. no, I'm never right. the guy chasing chasing the tank. You know what I mean? I, I do it correctly. To, to chase the I clan. respect local. Now. <laughs> well, well that's, that's different. I know. You know what I mean? But like, if Poncho says it, then that right. Poncho says it. So what we'll do is we'll go take a look at Poncho. Okay. We'll give you a couple of, couple of shows. But these are the really big long-term issues facing us nobody's being asked what we're being asked you know is where you live and i do that another piece of news that we reported that nobody mm -hmm. referred back to us um my representative Haley stevens right i said she's moved can you confirm i call her campaign can you confirm she's moved yet again we'll get back to you they didn't <laughs> They, so, you know, they called, they called the mainstream media and it's been announced that, regrettably, after one year of marriage, Miss Stevens and her husband are separating. And I don't know if they're living in Rochester like the undercover film was showing or they were living in White Lake or Waterford or wherever that was, but they're divorcing and she's going back to Birmingham. Hmm. So, four addresses. <laughs> God, that's so weird. Good luck to you. Yeah. But see, you put it out there that, hey somebody knows this let us get in front of it rather than come to you and keep their word it's like we're going to try to you know and i never reported yeah. divorce man i understand I, I, I don't go into the bedroom where do you live that's all mm -hmm. where do you live and the, and the point was nobody that wants to represent us actually wants to live next to us that's say that again that nobody well not nobody but okay it's hyperbole mm -hmm. many too many people that claim to want to represent us do not want to live next to us right and that needs to resonate with everybody within earshot seriously every voter needs to really embrace that statement and and apply that to the people that are asking for their support because there's value in that that means something how do you represent people that one you don't know that you can't identify with that their concerns don't resonate with you because you aren't aware of them that means you don't care mm. Or just little shit like you, you know that 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 what, what could we that road that sewer main that, that from my neighborhood getting on the Woodward you know the federal highway it, it's mm -hmm. been collapsing I've taken out a rim a million times you know I, I'd like to be able to call like you know it too you know what I mean or like the federal breakfast program and the the elementary school in our neighborhood they're getting orange drink and not orange juice little shit that annoys us. Mm -hmm. Then and that like, matters. Well, yeah, I think so. It does matter. But you can't rely on your staff to tell you what's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some of those things you just have to know because you're in it and you see it. You don't drive by it. You're not waiting for somebody to call and complain about it. It's something that you see and connect with on a daily basis, just like the people that you represent. That makes a difference. Do you think Sri Tandahar knows where Gratchit and Shane is? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. I saw him attempting to do the the hustle in front of the Spirit of Detroit, which I thought was, uh, it was, you know, that type of stuff is not amusing to me. Is that I, in I just, his district? What, pandering? I yeah. I mean, I just don't, you know, like with the whole, you know, Cartier glasses on, on Gretchen yeah. Whitman. I don't like stuff like that. Focus on what it is that matters. Stuff like that doesn't resonate. I don't like, like it because it's fucking corny. Well, it's period. corny, but I mean, it can be corny if it's effective. I mean, because he's, well, but that's who he is. He's a, he's a kind of quirky guy, but don't do stuff like that. But for a lot of people, that's enough. <laughs> they all do it. 
I know. Yeah, they do. It yeah, sucks. I, don't like I, I know people. It's too many families. You don't know any families. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Not all this. You don't know any. Not here. I don't. Um. Next one. No. No word from Lieutenant Governor Gilchrist on his chummy little deal he got by buying a broken down land bank house from the city and then being able to turn around and sell it for $190,000 and put it in his own pocket. You know, we, we showed you a little bit of the interior here. Does does this look like $200,000 was put into this place? 226000 as he claims? <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's a dump. Are you kidding me? What? What? Look, there's no fresh lumber in it. There's there's holes in the floor. Yeah. Yeah. No, no word from the murky LLC that out of nowhere, without the place ever being listed, volunteered to pay $190,000 for this fucking place. Volunteer. No word from the city about why you let it go on, but here's what I did find. I found a Detroit firefighter named Maurice Funches, 27-year vet of the department. God bless him. God is... Pension clipped, you're right. He got his wages clipped during the bankruptcy. Got his retiree health care taken away. That's why he's like 27 years and still fucking working because he can't afford health insurance. He got a land bank house at the very same time. Right around that time. Maurice took his annuities out of his retirement to fix the place. He and his brother actually scraped and painted and hammered. Maurice... As everybody knows, you can't get one of these Detroit... You, you can't get this house that you're looking at done in a year. No. You can't get that occupied in a year. It's impossible. So the land bank didn't like Maurice's uh, speed. So they took it. Really? Did they let him sell it and get his 20 grand back? No. They took it. So Maurice... Did he get, did he get anything back from he it? He got nothing back. Nothing. I just said that. Nothing. nothing. Nothing, because he's not connected. Because he's not a politician within these parties. His husband's company ain't getting no contracts. He's not renting from a lobbyist. He didn't have money to move into Palmer Woods and pretend like he's from here. No, salt of the earth guy. Mm. So now, Maurice, I'm going to report all this clearly to you Thursday. Maurice battles back. Calls a city council person. It's just sitting there rotting. They took it back. Mm -hmm. He makes a call. They say, okay, okay, here. Here it is back. Right? Beginning of this year. Here it is back. Fix it. Okay, Maurice wants to fix it. But Maurice, along with seven other guys in that Hollywood fire a couple months ago, mm -hmm. it collapses on him. He's trapped in a burning building. Ripped his bicep. So he's out on J's, right? J's. He's out on disability. Mm -hmm. So he gets his check, but he doesn't get his overtime. Get it? And the, the, the way you really live when you got a truck and you're renting a house in Sterling Heights is, is the OT. But he doesn't have it. So he gets evicted. Because in, in Sterling Heights, they'll take you out in two months. You out. He and his babies are living out the car right now. Oh, wow. I get, I get the, I'm going to report it all to you. Too. He and his babies are living out the car. Good kids. Beautiful kids, right? Good, That's good, crazy, Charlie. good man. Um, so this is what he gets last week. Unbeknownst to himself, unpaid tax note, four thousand dollars. Since the city took it from him, they want the the one year of unpaid taxes since they took it 
Started accruing and accruing and accruing. He didn't know it. Now he got the notice. He could be in foreclosed on. He needs $4,500 by tomorrow. Or he loses the house where he actually wants to move his kids in because he got no place to go. And that, the, you know, the water heater got stolen three times. Ugh, right, God. Copper? Happens all the time. Yeah. He, yeah. That's crazy. What the fuck? That's a city employee. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to reinvest in the city and live in the city. And fix a house in the city, and, raise and a he's from the city. The city. And yeah. he's a public servant. He's yeah. one, he's a first responder. I mean, like a real one, That's... exactly. But these are the people that have been on the back burner for so long, and now, I mean, that that makes no. That, those are the kind of things that take place in the city that don't make sense. Nice notifying the state that he that you took the house from him too. So those taxes keep getting the county, up. the county, oh, it was the, the county. county. Okay. Yeah, what a, what a joke. Okay, and he say, you know, it ain't, it ain't fair. I, I would love to have sold it. Nobody offered me. So it appears to me, Mr. Gilchrist, that they made up the you can pocket the money rule because I pulled out the old purchase agreements from 2018, got a bunch of them. It don't say you get to pocket it. It <laughs> says the city, the land bank gets to pocket it. Every doorknob you put in there, every shingle you put up, which you didn't do. We can see it right here. How did that happen? I told you we're not going away. Power to the people. Everybody knows that land bank is a mess. Mm -hmm. It's a hustle. It was a cabal. That's what it was set up to be. Couple grand juries. Yep. Hey, Fed. Hey, Johnny Fed. I know you listen to the show. Where is the adjudication on those two grand juries? What did got put in the ground? A lot of people connected to this power structure in the city got rich and the ground got poisoned. What are you doing with it? Not done with this. Okay. <sighs> a word. From our sponsors. <laughs> Dude, the the Lions. Azadi Chiefs tries to go. Ready, set, go, run, go. Detroit might not make it to the championship, but you can have a little bit of Detroit at your next championship party. American Coney Island, 12 dogs with all the fixing. Air mail special, right to your door. That includes Alaska and Hawaii. AmericanConeyIsland.com. The first, the best, and better than all the rest. And they can't fly either! Yeah, baby, I'm going to Vegas! They got a Coney store there too, yeah! <laughs> Ain't no fucking podcast like this. I want to talk about your column, but before we go to your column, just real quick. I was watching the Lions. Why? I was watching... Michigan State get the ass whooped by Ohio State. And I was watching Sunday Night Football. Mm. I'm back on the air. Yeah, all over the place. You are. The dark yeah. money, Gretchen Whitmer, anti-Tudor Dixon, abortion, because I'm back. You're on the streaming <laughs> networks too, Charlie, a lot. How much money got spent on this? Don't know, a lot. 12 million, 15 million. You're welcome, Whitmer. I, I, I got you your chair back, except... I don't know. The latest CBS poll says Tudor Dixon, without spending like five cents, is within 6%. And this is without the media reminding everybody how horribly Whitmer handled COVID. And she did. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I don't even know what Dixon's about. Yeah, you do. A little bit. Okay, well, abortion. I mean, <laughs> but once we vote on it, it's really got nothing to do with her. That's mm -hmm. true. I mean, what are you going to do about the budget? What are you going to do about mm -hmm. crime? What are you going to do about schools? The you know roads. what I'm saying? The roads. 
you know, that boring stuff that the media won't ask because they're in the trick bag. It's all a game. It's all a game about getting people out to vote. And yeah, don't tell, don't tell me, hipster. I voted for it. <laughs> don't tell me, you tweet douche. <laughs> tell me. Come on out with the real people, you tweet douche. Tweet douche? Yeah, Charlie tweet douche. At tweet douche? Yeah, that's my tweet douche. La tweet douche. No, it's la douche. All right, here's the thing. Now, we all know Whitmer is going to run for president. Mm-hmm. Okay, Whitmer and my relationship went bad before we even had one. They weren't going to talk to me because it was four years ago when I found out about this Gilcrest hustle, this little sweet deal that they all hooked up, without a doubt. Since then, nothing. So, question is, really you want to be president? It ain't going to be a cakewalk that time because all the liberal media has got their pick for the Democratic nominee, right? Some mm-hmm. like Buttigieg, some like Newsom, some like Whitmer, some like Sleepy Joe. <laughs> like, nobody likes Kamala, but you never know. My question is, madam, how are you going to look Vladimir Putin in the eye when you can't look me in the eye? That ain't going to work. Maybe he's a safer bet, Charlie. Who? Putin. Then Charlie. <laughs> then Charlie. <laughs> Do you know this is the 100-year anniversary of the Soviet Union? And the Soviet Union was, the, the, the original bloc was the Baltic states, Russia, and Ukraine? Yeah. Hmm. Did you know that? Mark knew. You mean Show these? us. Oh, here we go. Show me the Baltic states. <laughs> There you go, our high-tech GPS. Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. Uh, there's Ukraine right below. Yeah, there's Ukraine. Yep, that was, that was the beginning. This is like class. Ta-da. But it's the good way to do it. Well, let me take that back. Not class. School. Speaking of school, <laughs> teaching you kids. You missed that. Thank you, Mark. You got it. Teaching kids, your column. Yes. I'm, I'm just letting it go. I, uh-huh, I see. <laughs> you said the best way to pre- prevent kids from being shot is to teach them to shoot? I think that's I, I think you have to take the intrigue out of weapons. Uh, parents too often tell their kids what not to do. They don't want to talk about drugs. They don't want to talk about sex. They don't want to talk about how to interact with other people. They don't want to talk about weapons. I think that if you have a weapon in the home, ideally, you should lock it up. But you should also let your children know that they're not toys. Let them know what it's for. Um, you know, I always had weapons in the house, uh, but my kids knew that they were there. They knew that they weren't toys. And as soon as they were old enough, I took them to the range. They know how to handle a weapon. They know how to shoot. My daughter's a better shot than I am, but they were never intrigued by it. They weren't looking forward to play with it. You have to teach them what it's, what it's for. Um, I think just, you know, hiding it and hoping that they don't find it is not a solution. Did you lock them? No. You, what? No. Do you think people should lock their guns? Yes, I do. But But not you. I didn't because you have to make the assessment of your environment. Um, You know. Really? Yeah, you do. So did Kirby, did you have playmates come over when you were growing up? No? You weren't allowed? (laughs) Yeah, they did. I mean, they they weren't sitting out on the counter or, or anything. They were put away, but they knew where they were. God, that's pretty like... Well, but you know what? This is the thing. I never treated my kids like kids. I treated them like young humans. I talked to them. I spoke English to them. You know, I never even talked baby talk to them, speak English to them. And I also valued, trusted and respected them enough because I knew that they were intelligent beings. Now, 
some, you know, you have to weigh what, what are your children like? Are some kids emotional? Are they not paying attention? My kids are smarter than I am and they, they have been for years. So I, I, I lock my, see, you know, I don't, my daughter was having a playmate come over and I got a, uh, my wife and I got a text from mm -hmm. her mother asking if we had weapons in the house and if they were locked up, mm -hmm. which I actually kind of admired. I would never would have thought of that. And right. that's was well, a good, this day and age. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, also my daughter too, knows how to shoot. Yeah. And but she, I lock them up and she knows it's not a toy. So she's not going to look and say, Hey, look what I have. It's not, it, it's not that again, but you've got to make a, your, your own assessment. But I do think that adults need to be trained. You have adults. I've seen people in the firing range, uh, you know, holding a weapon like they're in a rap video. Like everybody, need, if you have with the right to own and carry a, a gun also comes the responsibility. You have to know how to handle it. You have to know what it's for. Um, I just I just believe in fulfilling that that obligation. So that's kind of like defies political yeah, well. assignations because you know what I mean we're talking too much politics and not enough about how real people and individual people live and decisions they make but people in the city don't lock up weapons I mean I've talked to the sheriff about this I've talked to the former chief we've we've talked about this people in in neighborhoods where crime is a major concern don't feel as though locking up a weapon offers them the protection that they feel they deserve from owning a gun. If somebody is coming in your house at night, you want to be able to reach over and put your hand on that on that weapon. And so that's all well and fine. But during the day, if you're gone and your kids are home alone and there's no oversight, then you lock it up. Yeah. So, know, I mean, my, that's what I'm saying. You've got to be practical about the whole thing. My wife leaned over the other night, put her hand on my weapon, and I said, careful, baby, that's loaded. <sighs> I cover my eyes or my ears, Mark. Which one? That's what I told her. Oh. <laughs> he walked into that one. Uh, I did. That's what I told her. <laughs> she backed into that one. I got to give you a, don't, don't, a Mark. I'll keep it going. Don't do that. It's a devastating statistic. In the first, with a quarter of the year left, mm -hmm. 18 children have died by gunfire in the city. 78 have been shot yep. with a quarter of the year left. That's true. Jesus. That's a lot. And and one is too many because, you know, accidents. What, you know, I, I talked it's to Rick, Rick Hector. Yeah. The, but, on, the only other uh, place per capita that's got that kind of uh, violence with kids is St. Louis. We far out distance Philly and Chicago. But, you know, Charlie, we're supposed to protect our children and our elders. That's what we're supposed to do. And we're not doing that. I don't know. Somebody asked Whitmer if we're doing that. Yeah, but we're not doing that. I mean, we're not. And it's not accidental. It's negligence. We're supposed to look after our children and our elders. Mm -hmm. You sound like a Native American person. Old school, elders, yeah. and children. Which, by the way, it is Columbus Day. Congratulations to you Italian people. But it is also... Congratulations it, for what? You know, it's being you. I don't, there's no hate. It, <laughs> no, I'm just it, asking. It should, be, it should be, but it's also Indigenous People's Day. Mm-hmm. Right, which is all of us. I, I'm not for brooming one piece of history aside, but don't don't broom indigenous people's history aside. It's it's we're the first Americans. Yes, I'm native, three sixteenths Ojibwe. It's my people. You know what I mean? Whatever you say, that's the document that was signed. They were anticipating me, my elders, that we would be here. And I want to just you know quickly mm -hmm. tell you a little bit about what's going on in in. And Native American, you got something? 
Okay. In Native America. Okay. Last year, I'm going to give you, uh, it was Oklahoma versus Castro. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court ruled that states, right, like Michigan and Oklahoma, now have legal jurisdiction over crimes committed by non-natives on native soil, on mm-hmm. reservation, sovereign, right? Before it would be the tribal government or the federal authorities. So now it's the states. So now the states can come in. And there's been a long and brutal history between the territories and the states and native people. That's one. Hmm. Two, the Supreme Court were here this year, Hallen versus Bracken, which is a challenge to the Indian Child Welfare Act of 1978. And in the Child Welfare Act, it says, in terms of adoptions for native children, that native families will have um, precedent. Mm-hmm. Right, we're going to try to place native children with native families first. The challengers that call it racist, right? But the point is, Native American isn't a race; it's a political assignment. Like mm. you're Mexican, right? Okay, your race is you're Hispanic, right? Or you're Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Your race in this country, I guess, would be black, mm-hmm. right? So that's a political assignment. And if you look at the history of Native people and their children's and being torn away. Look what happened in Canada. You know, they here too. Mm-hmm. They put them in schools. They abuse them. They, they take their culture from them. They yep. take their language, right? They screw people up. So that's something that's coming. And finally, this one for, you know, the green people, <laughs> the woke Native people. Here, here we go. Here we go. Ready? The electric vehicles. We now have the Inflation Reduction Act that'll give you a $7,500 rebate on your electric vehicle. And those vehicles must qualify as the components come from North America, meaning the minerals for the batteries. That's the main thing. So the vast majority, vast majority of cobalt, copper, lithium, nickel, the the vast... um, Reserves in this country are located within 35 miles of an Indian reservation. Really? So when we start digging that up, what does that do to Native people? What does it do to their health? What does it do to the environment? What does it do to their land, which is is sacred? Land should be sacred to everybody. What's that do? So think about that. Still here. Oh, and some Native people are into that because... Money. Of the money. Yeah. Of course, you, you want to know the poorest people in America? Native Americans. Native people. Remember Standing Rock? You're not going to put that pipe through here? Mm-hmm. Okay, number one, that's because it was like just a couple miles off the reservation, but the true reservation was... That's within the reservation, but it was stolen. It was just taken. Mm-hmm. Number two, when Native people were asking for a seat at the table, Standing Rock is one of the poorest zip codes in the United States. They live in cinder block houses, there's cold alcoholism, suicide, mm-hmm. low unemployment. How come the native people didn't get a piece? That's How about true. some jobs, hmm. right? A, a seat at the table. The so, sacred lake, the sacred lake was created by the Army Corps of Engineers Dam in the rivers. Hmm. Just saying. It's the American way. Yeah, and we're Americans too. You know, this, we're your people. Like, keep the promise. Omitakosin.
Okay. Now, Mark, speaking of Native Americans, Mark wanted to talk a little bit about Kanye West. Speaking of Native Americans. Isn't he Native too? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's Jewish now, according to him, you know, his own post. Um, but he just decided he was Jewish? Uh, he, he, said all, and he said all black people were Jewish because he got in trouble. He got booted off uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, for some anti-Semitic remarks. But I was fascinated by the week that he had. because I'm Jewish. Um, Fact. L'chaim. L'chaim. Um, Mazel, baby. <laughs> so, but the, the, My great-grandfather I, came over from Central Europe. What aren't you, Charlie? Stable. <laughs> <laughs> but quickly, I, I find Kanye to be this um, professional troll. And it all started last week. He has a fashion show, mm-hmm. air quote fashion show, uh, where he wore a White Lives Matter shirt. And people on both sides, every which way, lost their mind about it. So goes through the week, trolls his family again, um, and ends up on Tucker Carlson. And I'm fascinated by the guy because... He will make some interesting points, but I feel like his journey to get there is really messed up. And I don't know if you guys had an opinion. To get where? You better pry me. I mean, you're just throwing out. To, basically, say, did you watch the Kanye interview? Sure. You watched it a couple times, I'm sure. I watched, I watched portions of it. Um, and, and he's he. it's easy. To What's go, eating you, white man? What's eating me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nothing. I'm fine. But I, I've, I, but you're I, saying to get there, where where do you think he's trying to well, get? Well, so for instance, you know, he he really railed against Black Lives Matter, the organization, and it takes away from the message that people want to get out there about Black Lives Matter too, right? You know, okay. see us as people, kind of thing. And I don't know. I mean, okay, so you're you're a black person. How does that? How do you view a you white black? No. <laughs> how does that view a white? I mean, how do you view a white? You're not going to stay that color. Don't because, worry. Because, You'll grow out of it. No, I was thinking that's from a movie. Because it is just a shirt, <laughs> right? But it's also a message, and I'm kind of fascinated by how mad people got at him. Well, I mean, think about too the message on that shirt uh, when it, this isn't the first time it was introduced. Remember when Black Lives Matter first kind of evolved? It was a kind of a right, white supremacist counter to the Black Lives Matter. Uh, I don't you know, think that's moniker. true. Well, that's what it was. That's what it was that's said what to say. have been done, right? That's what they said it Who's was. They? But, you know, them, Charlie, the people, the, the other Southern people. Poverty Law Center. Well, no, uh, just I mean that was when the when the shirt. So that wasn't the first time that the shirt you know evolved. It was just first time you saw it, I guess, in a in a high profile uh, position on on Kanye. But you know, is it also a message like maybe it's a a counter like? He's he's saying something that's so obvious. Of course, white lives matter. Is he supporting Black Lives Matter by saying white lives matter? I mean, who knows? I mean, Kanye is uh, a very unique individual, almost borderline genius, if you ask me. From a musical perspective, uh, from a media manipulation perspective, uh, we're we're talking about it. And you said, you know, I mean, he's trying to get there, but his journey is where is he going? We don't know. Yeah. I don't I mean, know we if don't he's know. genius. I mean, oh, I, th- I think he, I think he, I think musically he he's a genius. Oh, I think musically, like he knows how to use Adobe Premiere. <laughs> okay, Charlie. I mean, I'm saying he can't what, trivialize what his talent. Well, well, why not? I mean, he's he's not like Yo Yo Ma or like well, that's a different Mozart genre or like Ray Charles, who's like coming up with a whole different <laughs> kind of sound. But that's a, he's a, that's a different genre. But you have to give you have to. Well, I, mean, I don't know about genius. Like okay. you know, he's very good, talented. He's, of right. course, he's talented. Okay. I, I think he's a genius marketer. Well, well he's that okay. too. Yeah. But so is his ex-wife. I mean, mm. all these people mm. are. Yeah, I mean, but, but and, the, the dude just like I'd listen to some too, and he's and, you know, and he's talking about Black Lives uh, Matter managers. He called Obama one and such, and yeah. 
he basically, you know, what he's saying is, um, well, one thing he said was PayPal, an unsexy company, is like a top four company, American company. And Nike's way down there, like 300. Like, so why does Nike get all the attention? Because it's pandering to black people because they like the fashion. And I'm like, huh. And he's mumbling and stuttering through it. And I'm like, yeah. is that true? So I looked up. PayPal and Nike, uh, your size by your market capitalization, which is how much your stock's worth, or your revenues. It's not even close. Nike's way huger than PayPal. The guy just talking shit. Yeah. Well, he's a shit talker. And you can't correct him either. Well, but the other part of that is, Charlie, And he's being silenced. That- Dude, you're on Tucker Carlson. You two guys are whining that you're being silent. You're on the biggest show on cable. Any, anything how, he says is out there. He's but how many silenced. people do what you did, Charlie? I mean, well, I'm many, here to report for you. I understand you. that. But I'm saying most people, and take Kanye out of the equation, just like I said a few seconds ago, that's what they said. And then that becomes part of the conversation people don't question they don't fact check they just go with what they hear their immediate interpretation and 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 going about their business well i'm gonna say this too though i mean okay his father's a black panther kanye's father was a black panther and is they're tweeting back and forth and kanye tells daddy thought it'd be funny and his dad's like duh okay yeah white lives matter here's the thing yeah, the Klan used that. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the Proud Boys used that. But regular white people use that too. And I just refuse to tell you that they're white supremacists. Like maybe it's white people are saying like, you're correct. Yes, black lives matter. White lives matter. Why don't we come together and start saying lives matter? I mean, there is that. And I refuse again to let a couple of whelps out there that don't know how to walk the streets to say otherwise. Yes, black lives matter. Black children's lives matter most, and we're not doing anything about Mm -hmm. it. We don't even talk about it because it's a game. But it it is a game. And And and, he's playing it, Kanye. He is, and, and a lot of other people are too, and we're all pawns in that game, Charlie. I mean, we are, and it's what divides us that keeps us engaged. I'm no pawn. No, everybody but you. I mean, the sheeple. You're not a sheeple. But I'm saying for the most part, people just, you know, they go along with it. And and, they, and we are pawns in a bigger game in, in some way or another. I don't I'm, think people are going along with stuff anymore. Yeah, Charlie, I think th- they, they do. I well, mean, I just, we're going to have yeah. to agree to disagree. You can see what's happening. Yeah. Everybody's temperature's rising. Yeah. I'm I, not going. Mm. This is good right here. I'm not doing anything to anybody. I'm trying to get along as God commanded me to do, as the elders commanded me to do. I want some simple respect in return. I hear you. That's fair enough. But I mean... This country's a great country. But Charlie, we're so divided, and, and those are the things that keep us engaged. Let's remind everybody how we're not divided. Look what we did to Native America. Mm-hmm. Look what we did to Black America. Look at... A lot of things. Look what we did to working people. Look what we did to gay people. But we change more rapidly than any society ever on the face of planet Earth. Is it perfect? No. Were we ever great? Not, not in any sense of where, what great means, where we could be. Are, are we moving somewhere? Yes. Are we in a patch? Are we in some problems? Most definitely. But I got to remind everybody, this, I love to be here. I've been everywhere. This is the best. 
I like your your sense of hope, Charlie. I do. And I, and I don't take away any of that. But we have some very serious challenges. No um, doubt. We have a degree of apathy that continues to hold us back. We have a refusal or an unwillingness to talk about the things that I think talking about would af- actually be more progressive than not. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I, I, I'll keep the hope alive, but we're in an awkward place right now. Here, I got a new cup here. What zoom in there, Joe. Sorry, zoom in there, Miss. What does that say? Karen cups. What is that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a frowny face. It's a frowny face. It's not a. Fr- I am not a frowny person. I'm a. I am a very optimistic person, but what I'm did a. You re- just say? But I'm a realist, Charlie. <laughs> wait, it, wait for, for all of you like uh, you know downloading this. Just rewind. It's about a minute. Hey, fix it in post, Mark. <laughs> no, I listen. I see the good, but I also know that we cannot fix anything if we don't acknowledge what our challenges are. That's true. That's all I'm saying. I'm not a negative person. I'm not a pessimistic person. Um, but I'm a realist. And I, here's the deal. You might be pessimistic about the markets, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Got some advice for you, right? Hopeful. Hopeful. Here, first of all, like, let me <laughs> tell you about David Hall, right? Hall Financial. Consolidate the credit card debt. Student loans. <laughs> Uh, Biden kind of lied. It's not every Again. not everybody's getting those loans that uh, you know the the rebate. Yeah. yeah, not everybody's getting that. So just listen to me here, right? <laughs> but uh, you can consolidate it. You can get a home remodeling project done, cash out on all that equity that you built up. Because remember, they're not really building starter homes. So if you're afraid that you don't want to buy because the price is going to go down, I don't think it's going to go down. So you, you can buy a house, get a good rate, and get it quick, and get some personal service from David Hall. Or if you've got one, get some equity out of there, consolidate, and actually fix the house and get ready for the winter. The average house in Michigan has gained over 30000 in value in the last year. Hmm. So Hall can get you your cash out refinance payment in as little as eight business days. It's less than two weeks. Call 866-CALL-HALL or online at callhallfirst.com. Right on, David Hall. Now, before we let you go, here's the financial advice. You need a drum roll. <clears throat> go to Treasury Direct. Treasury Direct. Is that .gov or .com, bro? Uh, dot .com. Or go, uh, .gov. It's dot yes. .gov. Dot .gov. It's called an I-bond. I like in an inflation. Okay? These are savings bonds that protect you from inflation. They give you... interest rate plus whatever inflation is. So currently the I-bonds are paying 9.62%. That's pretty damn good. That's almost 10% return. Okay. So twice a year, they set the inflation rate. So for six months right now till the end of October, you buy it up to $10,000. You're guaranteed for the first six months about 10% interest. Then they'll reset the estimate for inflation plus the 1%, and that's what you'll get in the next six. Up to 10,000, you gotta hold it for one year, you can't sell it, so don't take everything in your bank account and put it in there, keep some cash in the bank. Up to $10,000 per person in your house. You can do it for your kids, yourself, your wife, your husband. 
tell your mom, tell your dad, all of this. And then after five years, right, there's no penalty. So up to five years, if you sell it, the last three months of interest, they take back, which is it's nothing. You're already ahead. You're, you're way ahead. Mm -hmm. So if you put in $1,000, at the end of a year, you would have $1,100. Guaranteed. That's pretty good. Guaranteed you're getting the $1,000 back, right? Plus the interest. So that's $1,100. If you've got $1,000 and you leave it in the bank, and the bank's paying what on a savings? Oh God. Like zero. zero yeah. Point zero, zero, zero one, one tenth mm -hmm. of 1%. It's basically a dollar. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the year, you can have $1,100 or you can have $1,001. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What's the stock market done the last year? 20% down. 20% down. So you took $1,000 last year. You put it in the stock market. What do you got now? 800. 800. Yeah. Would you rather have 1100 or 800? But Charlie, I want everybody to hear one thing that you said. It's up to ten thousand. Up to so don't be every deterred, year. right? But don't be deterred by thinking, okay, I don't have ten thousand to invest. Whether it's a thousand, whether it's something, because we've been talking for years about working with what you have, and this is an opportunity to take what you have, regardless of the denomination, and benefit from it. And you know, who told me this. I, I called Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth. Two four eight six six three four seven four eight for sound financial advice. But you also checked it out with your contacts on Wall Street. I called him Saturday evening. Okay. We're having a drink over now. He's not telling you to do this. Let's remember there are rules, right? He said, Do you know about it? I said, explain it to me. And then he got all into the math. And I'm like, no, 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 because he's doing the three months if you take it out mm -hmm. early. I'm like, no, 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 generally speaking. I bonds. Luke Nowacki gave me, I never heard of it. Why? And I got an economics degree. I know finance. But I'm saying why? Because nobody ever told me. Exactly. Sound financial advice. Now, I, I called him because I was like, two-year treasury notes. Huh. Mm -hmm. Two-year treasury notes. Remember, when you buy a government note, bond, or bill, the government guarantees you get the principal back. Right? But they also give you interest over the life of it. Treasury bills are going for 4.25%. 4.25. I'm getting zero in the bank. 4.25. Plus, is something called the yield. The government wants to sell like $100, right? Mm -hmm. There's an auction. You don't buy it for $100. You actually go to treasurydirect.gov. No fees, no nothing. And it's called the yield. So you buy 100 bucks, but like you bid 96 I'll give you 96, two years, you give me 100 back. Okay, that's the going rate. So you've already made 4%. Then you get 4.25% this year and the next year. That's way bigger than the market's giving you, way bigger than the bank. So I'm calling on this. And then I get the I-bond. I-bond, I already did it. I did it last night. And I'm going to do my wife and my kid today. And I'm going to try to have another kid. So I... <laughs> Anybody want to be adopted? So that's, it's called the I-bond. Then I call my buddy, but he's been on the show, Jeff Radke, the big Wall mm -hmm. Street titan. And he's trying to explain, I'm like, well, you know, what's the interest rate on that T-bill type of shit? Because I'm trying to get the fuck on, man. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? I worked my ass off. I never went to Acapulco. I got shit sitting in the bank and I'm losing. And I did nothing wrong. It's true. So he, he starts talking about it and he goes, well, of course there's the I-bond. I'm like, get the fuck Explain <laughs> Kirby, you looked it up, right? Does that look like a winner to you? How old are you? 
Doesn't matter, Charlie. Keep it going. <laughs> Mid twenties. It looks yes. like a look like a she's, winner there. She's twelve <laughs> forever. Mark, did you look it up? I did. Yeah. It can't. Yeah. It, it can't be true, right? Well, I mean, it sounds too good to be true. So you know, what are it's what are the right I'm, there? I'm looking at it right now. But, yeah. What's it say? Here, let me read it. Protect against inflation. Earn both a fixed rate, which is your one percent, and a rate based on inflation. The rate is reset twice a year. The current rate is nine point six two percent. Primary electro- electronic, keep them safe in your treasury account, minimum 25. You can choose to use all or part of your IRS tax refund to buy paper, the paper. Mm-hmm. Maximum purchase each calendar year, 10,000 in electronic I-bonds, 5,000 in paper bonds. Mm-hmm. You can cash in after a year, but if you cash in before five years, you lose three months of interest. That's unbelievable. But Charlie, these are the things that people with money know about Mm -hmm. and now you're telling people regardless of whether you have a lot of money or not Mm -hmm. i mean we always say only people with money know what money is for but these are this is the kind of thing that the average person is not privy to which is why they don't have the benefit Mm -hmm. of something like this financially now the average person doesn't have 10 grand like you said though yeah but that's okay you know i'm talking to jesus hippies got a little bit keep yourself liquid though please do if you got and keep if some cash. If you got eight thousand, don't put eight thousand into this. <laughs> and keep you're some gonna, cash. You're gonna need some cash. <laughs> yes. But remember, with inflation, your cash loses ten percent value. So you you put the hundred in the bank this year, it's still in the bank next year, but your buying power, inflation, really in today's terms, makes that ninety. This makes it one hundred and eleven. So you actually gained 1%. You're actually gaining. There's no place to gain right now. Yeah. Well, again, and not just in the bank, but also keep your hands on some cash. If you ever try to go to the bank and either get some of your money or cash a large check or they give you hell and high water. So, you know, just a couple bucks. You can put your hands on Jesus. And ha- yep. And having <laughs> said that, Karen and I, before we go, we'd like to remind you. Don't put your hands on us unless you're buying a drink first. We'll see you Thursday.